Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to try to somehow, uh, amen, encourage you all in the Lord. Amen. I'm going to be turning to Psalms chapter number 65. And this, I don't know, seems like uh, everything that I have ministered about or, or, or even studied about and read this year, it's been something to encourage and strengthen the church. Hallelujah. And in my reading, one, I, I, it's been a while ago, I've, I've had this laying around and kind of uh, never have just really kind of written it out and put it, put it, you know, typed it out or anything. So I've got notes here and there, but that's all right. I feel like God is uh, going to speak to us tonight through his word. In Psalm 65, uh, starting at verse number one and reading through verse number four. Praise waiteth. For thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, thou shalt purge them away. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. But he, that he may dwell in my courts, we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even thy holy temple. Be turning to 1 Peter tonight. 1 Peter chapter number 3. Reading one verse of scripture there in your hearing. 1 Peter 3 and 12. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Now, let me read that again. I want you to catch this. For the eyes of the Lord are upon the what? Righteous. And his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Heavenly Father, thanking you tonight for your word, God. Asking you, Lord, to minister, Lord, through these lips of clay. Realizing, Lord, our nothingless, God. But realizing how great you are tonight, Lord. There's nothing beyond you. Asking you, Lord, to anoint these lips of clay. Let me minister, God, tonight to this congregation. Let me encourage and strengthen them, Lord. Even in the face of a pandemic that would weaken us and tear us down. I pray that somehow, Lord, that this church would be built up in you tonight, Jesus. Through the word, I pray it in thy holy name. Amen, amen. And you can be seated. You can be seated. I, uh, tonight, I want to minister on this subject. 
a hearing God. Somebody say a hearing God. I would, when I had read this scripture, Psalm 65 and verse 1, and read Psalm 65, reading it of the morning in my morning reading, and I don't know, this, this verse, just verse 1 and uh, just really 1 and 2 really became real to me. And I began to look at it different than I'd ever looked at it before because he says, praise waiteth for thee, O God. In Zion. And Zion, in the, you know, if in the Bible, anytime you see Zion, it means the tabernacle or the house of God. And praise waiteth for thee. And I began, and God began to deal with me. And I, I don't know, it was in the wee hours of the morning some other time. I don't remember. It was a few days later. I don't know, a week, whatever. But God woke me up in, in the wee hours of the morning and this verse came to me and it wouldn't leave me alone. So I, I got up and went to my office and I began to just study the, the word of God and this, this word that, that is before you tonight. And God began to speak to me and I just began to write. And I felt like that it was for our church. I felt like that God wanted to speak to our church through this verse of scripture. A hearing God. One that hears. And, and I began to think about this. And, and as I began to read uh, this verse and thinking about praise again. Going back to the word praise. And, and I, I, wanted, I, went, I went and looked this word up in the Hebrew. And, uh, and I found out something I did not know. That word praise waiteth for thee. Comes, uh, it, there's two Hebrew praise words that is tied to this word. And I began to look at it, and the first one was Tehillah praise. And, uh, and that means with a hymn or a song. It's an expression of praise or adoration or elevated uh, emotion from the being means to worship God in a song, and it can also be music accompanied with that. That's what Tehillah. So when I first look at it, he said, there's praise awaited for you. In other words, there's a song. There's music waiting on you in Zion. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. And then, then this same word, when I looked it up in, in Strong's Concordance, it tied with Tehillah praise, it tied hollow praise. My goodness, and I, I got excited. And because hollow praise, to my notion, is one of the greatest praises that we can give the Lord. If I could say this, that it's probably the most uh, sought after maybe for some people. In fact, it is, I think, one of the most important praises that we can give the Lord because its meaning is this, to be clear of sound or origin, to shine, hence to make a show, to boast, thus to be clamorously foolish, to rave, to celebrate, to make fain of self. Or do away with flesh. Oh my Lord. Glory. 
sing and be worthy. Oh yeah, come on. If we're going to praise him, let's be worthy to praise him. Come on. If we're going to praise him, praise him as a worthy saint. This is a praise at its best. When flesh is conquered and the spirit of the Lord takes over and takes control of us and it's no longer our praise, but it's his. Oh, hallelujah. Many times we praise him with our voice, but it's just a voice and it's our voice. He said, I want to hear some praise that will glorify me, that will lift me up. I want you to get with it for a change. It's time for the noise to start. It's time for the quietness to leave. I want to hear you praise me. I want you to know tonight that we're serving a hearing God. He's not. Oh, you don't need a hearing. Sometimes I think this is the way we see God. Yeah. Yeah, he's got on his earmuffs today. He don't hear. My wife is always telling me, because I always wear earmuffs. Anytime I go outside, I wear earmuffs. You know, I don't like those ear infections, and I've had a couple of them. I had one this past year, and I had one the year before, and I had a right ear, and I couldn't hear out for a month or better. Probably six weeks closer to that. Couldn't even hear out of it. That's a, that's a terrible feeling. You sound like you're talking to yourself all the time. And my wife has got a, got a habit that when I got my earmuffs on and I'm coming inside or something, she'll say something to me and she said, you ain't listening, you got your ear for your earmuffs on. I said, I heard you. Come on, just because I got my earmuffs on, no sign I can't hear. Come on. And I'm going to tell you something, church. When you think God's got his earmuffs on and he's not listening, can I tell you, he can hear out of both ears. He can list one out of this ear and somebody else in this ear. We're serving a hearing God. He's not hard hearing. He's a hearing God. He hears your every need. He hears your every prayer. And he's not deaf. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Praise waiteth for thee in Zion. I'm going to tell you, when I got into this, it began to just kind of turn me this way and that because I'd never thought of it. Yeah, you know how it is. You, you know, you're going to have a, a birthday party. It's a surprise birthday party. And, you know, a, a lot of times you'll even turn out the lights. And somebody bring them in, you know. And then the lights come on, everybody, ah, happy birthday. You know, what a surprise. Oh, my God, I'm going someplace, Brother James. Brother James, I, I feel like God has just put me in this place for a night like this. A blizzard's supposed to come on the outside. God, let us have a blizzard in here. Move us, God. Ha. Woo, we got a hearing, God. He's hearing us tonight. He's, oh, 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 my. I sat at my desk, and I began to think, and, and 
uh, let this thing go around in my little old mind. And I thought, man, how in the world am I going to comprehend this? This is something that God's speaking to us and he's speaking to the church. And how am I ever going to get this to where people understand it? See, we, and I know, I've been there, I've preached all these 30 plus years around here. And I've preached this, that when we come to church, the first thing we ought to do is hit the prayer room. And I still believe that. That's what's brought us to this day and this time. That's why they've been three building. It's not because of Brother McGee. It's not because of Bishop. It's not because of that, but it's because of God. You know what? The reason we're here is because God is a hearing God. When we didn't have any young people, Sister McGee, come on, come on, kids, when there was no other young people in the church, you know what we'd done? We began to pray. You know what brought the young people? It was prayer that brought them. You know why? Because people was crying out to God, and God is a hearing God. He's not deaf. He knows your needs. Come on. When you speak them, he hears them. <laughs> oh, it's just amazing that just even the first church, you know, from 1990 to 95 is what we was in that church. Not, not really 95, all of it. Part of it, we was moved into the second church. But when I think back and think about what God done just in that length of time, we had, we had young people. We had enough people to play softball. No problem. Some sitting on the bench. Come on, church. I'm talking about a God that hears. Oh, I'm going to get excited here because I began to think, and God has taken me back just, just lately several times. Sister Don, God has taken me back again to 2009 of what God spoke in this church. Hallelujah. Brother Chesser was here. And God spoke through that man. Amen. There was messages that came forth in this church. And there was, there was interpretations given how God was going to bring a revival to this church. And I've not forgot that. And God has taken me back to that time after time that he's not forgot what he said. And he said that there would be a revival that nobody could take credit for. Amen. That we come to church and he shows up. Woo, come on. Hallelujah. I know we've all prayed for that, but I want you to know that God has heard it. And when we re, re come on, I'm redoing that tonight. I'm bringing it up again. And God still hears it. Come on now. But he's going to do it in his time. And what it's going to take to bring it is prayer. Because he's a hearing God, and if he's a hearing God, he wants to hear you speak it. Some things we need to speak into existence. Some things we need to name it and claim it. Man, I feel that. Somebody say name it and claim it. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, it excited me, and I started reading about the praise, and praise waiteth for thee. Oh, God. That's talking to God. In other words, it'd be like us saying, hey, God, come on in. Well, praise is waiting on you. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. 
when you have a birthday party and you get it all in order, you're just waiting on the one that's having the birthday to walk in. And when he walks in, the party begins. But I'm going to tell you, all the preparation has been made. The cake has been baked. Come on. All of the celebration, all the things are all hung. The happy birthday signs, the balloons, and you know, the punch is all waiting for him. Everybody's put their hand to the plow and they've got the work done and we're waiting on somebody to come in. The Lord is in Zion. He's, he, we're in Zion and we're just waiting on him to enter in so we can praise him. <laughs> oh, I think sometimes of what we fail to do is say, Lord, everything is ready. We're just waiting on you to show up. And when you show up, we're going to have church. Come on, when you show up, God, we're going to have a move of God. Hallelujah. We're going to celebrate who you are and what you are and your worthiness. Who glory. Hallelujah. Who? In other words, praise. Praise is silent until you show up, God. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? I'm said the prayer's done been made. Come on. We've done done some worshiping. We've done prayed. We've been there. God, we've done asked you to, to wipe these sins that's before me out. Because the Bible said that, you know, if you come to the altar and you put your gift down and you've offended your brother or somebody, he said, go take care of that first, then bring your gift. Oh, hallelujah. So we've got everything out of the way, Lord, and we're now ready to worship you. Come on. The, the airways are clear between us and thee, Lord. Come on. Everything is ready, God. Come on. I've prayed through. Come on. I've done invited people. I've done, done, done some, uh, I've done, done some uh, 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 trying to canvas the city, if you please. Or the workplace or wherever at school. I've already asked some people. So, so Lord, everything is ready. We're just wanting you to enter in. So come on in, design. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, and praise is going to be silent, Lord, until you show up. And when you come up, God, we're ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is no other subject of adoration, nobody else that's worthy except you. When you come in, you deserve that. <laughs> you don't have to clap when Bishop walks in. Come on. I, I, woo, come on. I might have been the one to bring the message tonight, but I'm going to tell you, the one behind me is greater than me. I may be standing before you and he's behind me, but I want you to know, don't notice me, but the one that's behind me. Come on. If you just let him enter in, we'll have church. I can't make us have church, but he can. I may hear your prayers 
and I may, it may really load me down, and I may pray about it, but I'm going to tell you, you know when you really get his attention, it's when you pray. Oh. Woo. The truth is, that's what we live for when we walk into the presence. Hallelujah. Anybody ever got church late? over my eyes so I can't see have you ever walked in and the presence of the Lord was already moving in the place I won't forget fellowship rally held at the second church in Kingsburg and people from Indiana came and I'm, I'm just going to tell you I'll tell this, I might as well just tell you who it is because there's a letter written I think Brother McGee still got it someplace filed away. Brother Elkins, I'll never forget what he said. He said, we drove up in that parking lot. He was a little late. Come from Bloomington. He said, man, I drove up in this parking lot. Said, I thought, man, this is a home mission church. But he said, as soon as I crawled out of that van... I found out this ain't no home mission church. Man, there's something going on in there already. He said, I done felt the presence of the Lord just pulling up in the parking lot. He said, they were having church. You know why? Because we prayed and God heard. <laughs> if you really want a move of God, it's going to take prayer to get that move of God started. Come on. And we're going to have to be very, 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 very urgent with ourselves and saying, okay, I got to get to church. It's time to pray. I got to get there early. Come on now. Come on, I got to get there early. Oh, oh, I don't like to be at church late. In fact, I want to be there early. I want to say some prayer. I want to get ready. If I'm going to worship him, then I want to pray early. I want him to be ready so when he walks in the door that we're ready to praise him. Oh, we're ready to have church. Come on. Yeah, come on. I'm ready to run the aisles. I'm ready to jump a little bit. I'm ready to run a little bit. Come on. I want to be ready for him to come in the door. I want him to be ready to show up in the healing line. Oh, Lord, I want to be ready for the person that's needing help because it's going to come through him. Because he hits a hearing God even after I walk through the doors. Come on, church. After we walk through the doors and we have our prayer request and we, we tell Lord about them and somebody comes up for prayer. Let me tell you, the way that that happens when you've not just prayed right then but when you've prayed already before and you're ready for God to enter the house. When you're ready for miracles to enter the house. When you're ready for revival to come in the house. That's where God is. Hallelujah. 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 This verse of scripture as speaking as if the people were silent. I began to study this out. And they were waiting the time to praise the Lord. You know, 
Oh, I'm just waiting on him. Come on. He's going to, come on. Ain't this the way y'all do at the birthday party? They'll be here in a little bit. What time is it? Come on. Oh, yeah. In just a few minutes, they'll be here. Come on. Everybody get ready now. You're here. Everybody quiet. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Come on. It's about to enter. And when he enters, whoop! Hallelujah. I'm ready to praise him. Come on. He wants you sitting on the edge of your seat. So when he comes through the door, you're ready. You want to worship. You want, oh, you want to praise him. You want to honor him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Silent praise. Silent praise speaks of the condition where everything is ready. All we're waiting on is him. Understand, I may be quiet right now. Oh, come on, I'm, I'm going to get down on our toes a little bit. We pray, then we come up here and jabber for 10, 20 minutes. We done lost our prayer back there in the prayer room. Brother Freddie, I can remember when there was no waiting between the prayer room and the service. Because everybody prayed and sometimes come up the steps praising from the second church. Ladies come down from upstairs from the second church and everybody joined in and it was time for service to start. And we didn't start with just a no, sir, buddy, about the first song, there was somebody uh, doing the hucklebuck. All right. Come on now. You know it. You've seen it. Come on. Hallelujah. You know why? We was ready for him to come in the door. And sometimes we couldn't wait any longer, so we just went ahead and started. Come on. Praise is waiting for him. Come on. Everybody is just waiting for that moment to say, Hallelujah. Now it takes two or three songs to prime everybody up. And if after the fourth one don't prime them up, we take up the offering. We're waiting on pastor to prime us up. Whatever happened to being ready? I want to be ready for the singing because it's the prelude for the message. Come on, y'all. You better stay with me a little while. I said it's a prelude to the message. So don't praise him in the song and fail to praise him in the message. Come on. God will come in, but he's only going to stay as long as you praise him. Come on. He's a hearing God. He hears you. Come on. He knows what you're thinking. He knows when your thoughts are on him. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. Silent praise speaks of a condition where everything is ready. 
where preparations have been entirely made. Come on, everybody said entirely. Entirely made. Come on, nothing is lacking. Come on. Where, where they've been and they've been made with all great wonder. Amen. Where the noise usually attend on preparation has now ceased. We've got everything ready. The birthday party's ready. We're ready to have a party. Come on. Hallelujah. The preparations have been made. And now we're just waiting on the attendant to come through the door. Because he's a hearing God. He's already been listening before he came. But he's a hearing God. And he heard what you said. And he's expecting you to worship him. Because that's what we're waiting on. Is him to come in. Glory. Hallelujah. The noise has ceased. The preparation has ceased. And he's in readiness as if waiting for waiting for that which the arrangements had been carried forward to. The noise of the building of preparation was hushed. And all was calm now. Because all we're waiting on is the God to come in the door. Hallelujah. The feeling in the assembly when the heart was prepared for praise. When it was filled with a deep sense of majesty and goodness. It's when all the feelings of anxiety were calmed down. Yes, sir. Come on now. I need that. Do you need that sometimes? Yes, Anybody want to been through any anxiety this year? This past year? Still going through it? Sick of how it's been? Come on. Just wait. Come on now. Oh Lord, I'm going to preach. Just waiting for that time when the church would really get back to worshiping. We've had to wear the mask. We've had to do this. We've social distanced. We've done all of that. But I'm going to tell you now. I believe that there is a hearing God that's waiting right outside of our door. And he's saying, okay, first apostolic, you've carried through all the preliminaries. You've done it all. Now it's time to get back and do these things, preliminary things, and just wait on me. Because the Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. Come on. You wonder why you're weak? It's because you're not... Come on. Our prayer life has fell apart. Our worship has fell apart. Come on. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, church. It's time to get prepared for God, the hearing God, to step in this house and hear us. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Hallelujah. Feelings of anxiety are now calmed down. Now we're in a state of rest. God's all about that. It's peace. It's joy. In the Holy Ghost. Glory. He's all about it. Glory. We're in the state of rest now. When the soul gets ready to burst forth. 
in expression. Come on. This is Valentine's Day. It's really just a money day. It's all about spending money. You, I'm going to tell you, you, can, you, should be, you should be lifting up your sweetheart all year. When I got married, I took those vows to love and cherish her. Come on. I made those vows before God and before men. Lord, I've been married twice and never have had a divorce. So I did. Same wife all along. I got married to her twice. You know what? I made vows before God, and I want to keep those vows. And everything, every, every now and then, I got, I got to straighten myself up and look at her and say, Dear, I don't know, but I, I feel like I've not been, you know, said enough good about you. You know, I need to appreciate you more. We were about back. It wasn't, I, I brought home some roses. And she said, what's this for? I said, nothing, just because I wanted to get them for you. Come on. We don't need a Valentine's Day to honor our wife or our girlfriend. We ought to honor them every time we're in their presence. Well, that's what God wants, is every time he shows up, he wants you to honor him and to praise him. He wants to be lifted up. He'll draw you nearer to him if you'll just lift him up. He'll show you his glory if you'll just lift him up. Well, I better hurry. I'm, I want to hold you too long here. Can't see where it's snowing or not. Don't nobody go open the door. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, we've got a need in our heart, whether you realize it or not. We've got a need to praise Him. If you don't praise Him, you're going to praise something else. Yeah, man was made to praise something. And those that don't praise the living God, they've usually got a statue. Or they've got something. In fact, some of you in church may have something you praise God. Uh, praise more than God. It can be your sports, it can be your car, it can be your motorcycle, it can be whatever. But anything you hold above God, come on. And if we're not careful, we bring these things in the church and we're not ready for him to walk in the door. Because there's some things we need to lay down up here before we bring him in. If we're going to be ready for revival, then we're waiting on the hearing God to walk through the door. Let me hear, tell you, he hears all the other stuff too. And he's not going to answer that stuff, but he'll answer when he hears you glorifying him. When you're lifting him above all these other things, then he hears you. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Well, praise waited for thee, O God, in Zion. And unto thee shall the vow be performed. In other words, he said, I've heard you pray and say, Lord, if you just do this, I'll praise you. Come on. You, you, I know none of you make deals with God like that. 
It's okay now, Lord. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to make a deal with you. If you just heal my body, I'm going to praise you. No, if you praise me, I'll heal your body. Come on. You don't have to tell him that because he already knows that. And if you'll be prepared when he comes through those doors, come on. If you'll just make this his Zion and say, Lord, come on in, I'm ready. I wonder what it'd be like if, if every time when at the start of the service and we felt God come in the door, if we just all stand at all and say, Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I wonder what it'd be like if we'd all just get up and start praising God. Lord, I've been waiting for you. Now I want to glorify your name. I want to lift you up, Lord. Oh, I'm not just in this mode, Lord, of asking. I'm wanting God just to praise you myself. I want to honor you. I want you to know that I love you. Yeah, I want you to know I praise you, Lord. There's no other God like thee. In fact, there's none beside thee. You are the only one and true and only God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, verse 2 of Psalms 65. Oh, that thou that hearest prayer. Oh, thou. Come on. Oh, thou that hearest prayer. Unto thee shall all flesh come. Come on. You hearing God? I want you to know when you come in the door, we're all ready. We're ready. <laughs> oh, praise is waiting on you. You've already heard our prayer. Come on. We've done praise you in the prayer room. We've done worship. And now we're just waiting on you, Lord. I'm just waiting. Man. And on Sunday night... You know, the little thing comes on the screen and it starts counting down. Wouldn't it be wonderful if nobody had to pray at the start of the service? If we wouldn't just have to start a song at the start of service? What, wouldn't it be wonderful? Man, as soon as, soon as the zeros come, six o'clock, as soon as that would happen, the countdown says zero. I'm going to worship the Lord. I'm going to praise the Lord while I have the chance. Oh, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have the chance. Oh, I'm going to praise Him in the morning. Praise Him all day long. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to praise the Lord. Come on. What do you think it'd be like if He could see that and hear that? He's a hearing God. He's listening. And I don't care how much noise y'all making. He distinguishes between the voice. And he says, oh, yes, sir. I recognize that. That's Brother James. Woo. He said, man, it's been a while, but I hear Sister Sarah. And look at that Brother Josh. He's about to do the two-step. Come on. 
Woo! Glory! My goodness! Yeah, and my goodness, Sister Sam, it's just been a little while, and, and I'm even seeing her. Woo! My Sister Charlene, she's... Man, I hear that voice again. I've been waiting on that voice. You know that? Come on. He has come so many times in our presence and there's still a voice that he's not hearing. And he said, if they'd just come and I can hear their voice. I really feel like even our elders sometimes. Like we call them and we... Sister Jessup, she's one to come. She, get, she, she gets up and gets dressed. I told Sister McGee one of these mornings on Sunday morning, I'm all course, I said, well, you're dressed. Come on, let's go. Come on. You want to go? Let's go. Come on. Come on. Just get in his presence a little while, and you won't want to stay home. Come on, church. You know what? If we could get excited enough in here, all those people that ain't come back yet, I believe they'd be coming back. Come on, if they could hear about a move of God in First Apostolic Church and God began to baptize people in the Holy Ghost. Come on, we began to put them under in the name of Jesus and people began to run these aisles again. You know what? People want to come, they'd be afraid to stay home. Afraid what they'd miss. You know why? Because we was excited and ready for a hearing God to walk through the door. And whatever our need was, he'd answer. How many times in the second church? How many times in the second church before a, a message was ever preached, before anything ever happened, that you, I've come in a lot of times and said, I just feel a spirit of heaviness in here. Somebody needs prayer. Before you know it, we got a prayer line. How many times did we really have church after that? You know, there was people that even got healed in some of them. Mm-hmm. Sister Christmas got delivered through one of them Tuesday night, back at that time, Tuesday night prayer meetings. She come through the line. I ain't going to say I felt anything different praying for her than any of the rest of them. But when she went on Wednesday, there was no cirrhosis of the liver. It was gone. Come on. You know why? We was prepared in Zion Praise was waiting on him. And when he walked in the door, things began to happen because the church was ready, come on, was ready to worship and praise him. Woo! Oh, yeah, help me, boy. That's good. I got, I got help back here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Man, just let him touch somebody, sort of rub off. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, he's a hearing God. Somebody say he's a hearing God. He literally hears our prayers. His very nature is to hear prayer. Come on. His ears are ever open to the cries of the guilty, much less the saint of God. Come on. He, he's even got his ears open to hear the sinner say, I need you, Lord. He even hears the whisper. And he's listening to you at the same time. Oh, Jesus. Oh, 
But the angels of heaven rejoice over one sinner. Come on. Over one. Over Somebody said one. Man, I wonder what he'd do if we seen about four or five just come in here and come to the altar and receive the Lord. I wonder what he'd do if six received the Holy Ghost in one night without ever a song being sung. I wonder what had happened. We've seen that. Picked up a guitar, laid it back down. You know why? Because one come to the altar before church. It wasn't even time to start yet. But I'm going to tell you something. By the time we got through with one, there was another, and there was another, and there was another. And the last one was one sitting on the back row, 76 years old. It wasn't supposed to get excited. Oh, Clarence received the Holy Ghost, 76 years old. Come on, church. I'm talking about a hearing God and a church that had praise ready. Mom had already been back in the corner stomping and praying. Oh, come on, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, his ears are open to the cries of the guilty. His, eye, his, his ears are open to the suffering, the sad, the troubled, the sick, the depressed, the lonely, the dying, and all those that need him right now. He's a hearing God. The way COVID's went through this church, some of us not, may have not even been here if it hadn't been for him. Pastor, bad as he had it, he could have been gone. I could have been gone. It's been a long time since my son stayed all night in my house. I think it's probably after y'all got married. After they moved out and got their trailer and stuff, I don't remember him ever coming staying all night. Not unless it's just the two of you. My son stayed all night. He's worried about daddy. He just brought me home to the hospital. He's afraid he's going to take me back. Paula, she took a day off and come on and stayed with Daddy all night because she's worried about Daddy. Come on, church. Come on. I'm talking to you tonight because God is hearing you even through all the problems you're going through. He's a hearing. There's not one word that drops to the floor without Him hearing you. Every prayer you pray, He hears you. Sometimes we have trouble waiting on Him. Sister McGee, we've waited a long time. It's, it's been 20 years going on 21, and we're still waiting, and we're still praying. But I'm still believing. I said, I'm still believing. You know why? He's hearing God. And sometimes He answers us through them. Because I've, 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 had, I've had them come into my house. 
and start pouring out the heart. And the tears start rolling down the cheeks. And you know that God is still hearing our prayers. Because he's hearing God. And it ain't happening. We get anxious about it. And if we don't, if, we, if we're not careful, we'll throw in the towel on them and say, okay, no, sir, I'm not, I'm not doing that because I know there's still a hearing God and praise is waiting on the inside. Ha, ha, ha. Whoa, when they come back, let's praise God. Come on, when those individuals come back through the doors, we must, we must do our best to say, okay, God, I'm ready to worship. Come on, I'm going to give you praise for what you've done, for what you're doing. Come on. Help. Mm. Yes, sir, Sister Rhonda. Go ahead and raise that hand. Praise him. Come on. Yes, sir. I'm still waiting. Come on. Yeah, yeah. You just tell God, I'm still waiting. I'm not giving up, God. I'm still waiting, but it's going to happen. Come on. I'm going to claim it. Name it. Claim it, church. It's time to pray until the answer comes. We must not give in. We must not give up. There is a hearing God that's waiting to come through those doors. And he's going to join us. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You ever ever find out sometimes and you feel like you're emptied out and you can't give out no more? You know, pastors get that way and sometimes them just going out and preaching another church just kind of enlightens and helps them. I'm going to tell you something. Brother Cannon shows up the 28th on a Sunday night. He's going to come and get refreshed. If you'll all do your thing, come on now. If you'll be prepared when God comes through those doors, we're going to have church. That guy going to come to preach. I'm telling you. He's a preacher. He may not be able to run like you, but I'm going to tell you what, he can preach and make up for it. What he says goes a long ways. It'll move you. Come on, church. I'm talking about a hearing God. If we'll be prepared when he comes through those doors, we'll see things we haven't seen for a while. I believe pastor's been preparing us. His ministry lately has been preparing us. He's not left anybody out in his preaching lately. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He comes to the depressed, to the lonely. Come on. You that are lonely, he's he's come to you. He hears you. You that feel like you're dying, he's coming to you. Come on. There is another resource for man. There is no other resource for man. No other help. No other refuge. But the God that hears prayers. The hearing God. Everybody said the hearing God. Whoo! No other being can meet his actions or meet your needs. Hallelujah. They're met only in connection with prayer to the hearing God. Glory. 
You might tell others to pray and all they can do is pray. But when it comes to the answer, it's the hearing God. Hallelujah. All people are permitted to come thus to God. All have need of his favor. All must perish unless in answer to prayer, he interposes and saves the soul. It's only through him. We'd be destroyed if it hadn't for him. God's got the last word. Psalm 65 and 3. I'm going to try to close up here. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, thou shalt purge them away. Blessed is the man whom chooses and causes to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts, and we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. The idea is when men come to approach him in an attitude of prayer, they are so bowed down under a load of weights to hinder their access to the throne that God says, I hear you. If you're ready, I'm ready. Oh, Jesus. I'm closing. Matthew chapter number 5. Hallelujah. Verse 23 and 24. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be recounseled to thy brother, then come and offer your gift. Church, he hears you. Thank you, Jesus. There's been times this past year, and if you haven't, then I have. I've questioned, Lord, where are you? Yet I'm not saying that I didn't owe him praise. Maybe, maybe it was my side that was lacking and not him. And it is usually. If I would just pray and get myself ready. And say, okay God, I'm, I'm waiting on you. Praise waiteth for you. Soon as you enter, Lord, I'm going to praise you. In your situation, I want you to know that God is a hearing God. And when you get through and praying, if you're just set and say, okay, God, come on in. I'm ready. Praise waiteth for thee. They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. God. I want you to remember, if you haven't remembered anything else about this message, 
I want you to remember praise in the very first word. Psalm 65, praise. Waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion. I want you to remember that because that praise means song and music. And then a hollow. Come on. That means to just flat get out of yourself and get with it. That means giving yourself to God and worship Him with everything that's in you. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to know while you're waiting for all your prayers to be answered, He's waiting on praise. He's waiting to be invited in. You're welcome in here, Lord. There's, we've got an atmosphere for you. We've got an attitude of worship in here, and we're going to, Lord, we're just waiting. We've done, we've done prayed. We've done sought you. And now, God, we're waiting for the hearing God to walk in the door because you've already heard our prayer. You've already, you've already heard of worship. Come on. You've been listening, and now it's time for you to enter in, and we want to get with it when you enter the door. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Alex, you can come down if you want to, my brother. Where you can or not, hope you can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody's mind been taken back a few years and you know exactly what I'm talking about? Even in this church. I've had people to come to me that's come in these doors. And so what I like about this church, when you come in it, you hear prayer. You know, we're so careful. Brother Pat, you don't have to quietly pray. Give him a hollow. Don't, don't be afraid for somebody to hear what you're speaking. <sighs> Jesus. God heard this couple. In their distress, he heard them. Sister McGee, in all our years of marriage, you think we ain't having some time sometimes? But you know what? I found out that we sit down and talk about it, and God hears us. And whenever God hears us, then He enters into the equation things are taken care of. That's, a, that's the kind of God we serve. He hears us. Oh, Jesus. Glory. Mr. Ron, he's heard every time you've prayed about your pain and your husband and the pain you've went through in the last several years. You know, when we come to church and we're in pain and feeling bad, 
it's always harder to get into the service. But never let the devil talk you out of worshiping him. Because when the hearing God enters the door, things are about to change. Your situation can change when the hearing God comes through the door. Troubles start to vanish. See, I know because it's no different than what Sister McGinn and I is at home. I can't tell you how many nights, because Sister McGee is in a lot of pain. She has, she has a lot of arthritis. It's just terrible. The weather changes. It just... It just almost puts her down. And then just, it was just last week. We, I woke up and she, she was fidgeting and I could hear her moaning. I said, what's wrong, dear? She said, I'm in just so much pain. I can't even sleep. I took my hand. I just laid it over on her. Sister Sam. And I started praying. I said, God. You hear our prayers. My wife needs some rest. I come against the powers of hell in the name of Jesus Christ. And I claim the word of God against the enemy. Lord, give her rest. She said the next morning, she said, Honey, you had no minute more than prayed till I went right back to sleep. It was not... Bishop's prayer. But it was because our prayers had done been prayed. We prayed before we went to bed. We we done worshipped him before we went to bed. Brother James, the hearing God was standing right outside our door. And when we began to call on his name, he was there. I'm telling you, he's there in your situation. He's there. Guys, you may not think about it, but you're young. But I'm going to tell you, God hears your prayers. Bob says, child will lead them. Hey, when they went to worship in the temple, guess who was the leaders in worship? The children had the palms and they were waving them. Hosanna. Come on. They were Hosanna. They were worshiping in the temple. They led everybody else to worship. Call glory. Hey, come on. Come on, grandparents, parents. We need to be the leader in this church. Fathers, we need to take our place in the family. And as soon, come on, we need to have everything ready. And when he walks through the doors of Zion, Glory. Ah. Woo. Glory. Hallelujah. Because he's a hearing God. He hears. He hears. He knows. Glory.
sing y'all come on stand this altar's open thank you for listening if you would like more information about our services and activities you can find us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter with the username FACMC again that's FACMC thank you and have a blessed day